0: Welcome to the Podcast Kings. Tonight we're talking about...
1: The Tech Philly. The, the Jake Paul fight.
0: Justice League Snyder's Cut. Alright, let's get started.
1: None of us are specialists, obviously, in boxing <clears throat> or MMA here. Before I go, we don't want to get beat up. it's do good know just... that? <laughs> <laughs> right. But we come as a pack, so be careful. But um, we do want to talk about <laughs> this whole... Uh, this whole topic about boxing and MMA. So that's boxing and mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts is a broad scope of, uh, you know, different types of, I guess, fighting styles that uh, accumulated into uh, what we see now uh, in the in the UFC, the, in the octagon, you know. A lot of fans are watching that now because of COVID is happening. A lot of the sports have been cut down while that sport was continuously happening during the covid so i very much give respect to how uh they did that they followed the regulations and they were able to carry that out in a different country i'm not sure if you uh if you guys saw a lot of the larger fight maybe the larger ufc fights recently in dubai
2: the only the only fighter i follow or a fighter i did follow was khabib right but outside of that like i haven't seen anything
0: sure retired too soon Mm
1: -hmm. so that uh is now well so that's in its place uh it's been there the ufc has been going on since what i don't even i don't want to give a date but i remember the first time when um, i watched it about i would say 13 maybe no over that i was a kid i was really a kid and i saw this on tv my brother rented a video from blockbuster it was a ufc ultimate fighting championship and man, when I first saw it, I was scared because I, like you see a fight in school and, you know, but these guys were like big guys, like guys who you see at work or dads fighting. They weren't even like sometimes professional fighters. They were like truck drivers fighting a martial artist and their teeth were getting broken. And, I'm, and these videos are out there, man. The old UFC, you know.
0: They're talking they about the like, Kimbo slice, slice videos.
1: No, no, uh, it was actually. I know what you're talking about, poor guy. He passed, man. Those were some mm-hmm. lethal fights, too.
0: <laughs> dude, straight but up know, parking uh, lot. Like, he's calling people up, and they just go like fist fight, brawl fist fights. Yeah. And this dude was scary. Yeah, he
1: looked scary. He had that
0: Yeah, aura.
1: Yeah. What right. was that aura? You know, uh, so now, uh, you know, boxing obviously has been around. We you know that. Um, and art. So the martial arts, uh, you know, we're talking here the the, the the way I'm going with this before I bring up the two fighters that are going to fight. Um, that's uh, basically the uh, uh, MMA versus boxing, two different types of sports, two different types of athletes that are trained in two different types of arts fighting together. However, they're boxing. <laughs> so it's just boxing. So there's limited skills for the person who learned the other parts. Whereas a primary person who learned boxing only learned boxing. So uh, the fight that's happening, I don't know the date, actually. I didn't look at the date. I don't know how important the actual fight is is to me. (laughs) But the concept is more important to me because I don't agree with it. Go ahead, So say...
2: yeah, I was gonna ask you if you could kind of shed some light on the when you say boxing, I'm assuming you mean like you can only throw punches, right? So right. when you're doing MMA, like what else? You have takedowns or well, I don't know what they're called, but every, grapple every, grapples yeah. or
0: everything ahead, is MMA. allowed. Like murder is allowed. Kick. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Grappling, <laughs> Brazilian
1: but... jiu-jitsu. I'm... That art in itself is, like, yeah. they the concept of that is the fight is going to end up on the ground anyway. So they teach you from the top, from the bottom up. They don't teach you standing fighting. Uh, that's a, a lot. They do teach you how to protect yourself, but a lot of the boxing and a lot of the uh, Muay Thai kickboxing, those fighters, they mm. concentrate specifically on that skill. Whereas uh, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, a lot of the black belts that are in the UFC, they're Brazilian jiu-jitsu so that's that combines wrestling that combines
0: takedowns judo uh that that type of stuff you know the way I saw the way I saw MMA was it's what fighting styles at the top right because a lot of these guys have different fighting styles right somewhere coming from jiu-jitsu somewhere like these karate guys like um Khabib was a the sambo or samba or I believe it's called sambo fighting style right and that sounds I, <laughs> it sounds amazing it like uh so it's that's russian martial arts or something like that but it's more like grapples on the ground and it was i believe before him it was known to be not used as widely but he was like the sambo sambo hold on i gotta look this up sambo champion right before he went into mma and a lot of these guys are like jujitsu champions like the whole um gracie brothers yeah yeah Yeah. so so you know like it's whatever whoever the champion is to me that fighting style is also the champion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right does that make sense
1: bruce Mm lee said that too he he, that's why he changed his you know but that's another topic he he went into what worked you know
0: yeah um going back to your topic the you know two hands boxing versus um mma i feel like the mma person's at a great disadvantage so when um i don't know if you remember when the uh, floyd and conor mcgregor stuff was going on right and there like there wasn't even a chance in my mind that floyd was going to lose right like mm-hmm. yeah they had great showmanship they had the but you're taking 50% of 50% of his fighting style away right, right. actually no I'll take that back it's more than 50% cause it's not just legs he can't grapple he can't do any of that stuff so you're taking about 75% of his fighting style away versus you have Floyd Mayweather who still gets to use 100% of what every single thing yeah. he's learned over the last like two decades of his career Right, so like to me, there's there's no way that in nine months Conor McGregor is gonna be up to speed up to speed with the best pound for pound fighter, it's possibly, and the most strategic, and the one who plays back and all like, you know, Floyd as a human being is a different conversation, but as oh, a yeah. boxer, like he was very smart. When you right? got
1: Mike Tyson calling you one of the greatest. I mean. I mean, Mike Tyson yeah. says a lot of things. I love Mike Tyson. He's my yeah. anything. But, hey. He's, but, he's your podcast hero,
2: isn't he? Like, don't you oh. model your podcast <laughs> style and everything off him?
1: I wish. I wish,
0: bro. Did Mike <laughs> Tyson, like, his, <laughs> his whole his whole energy now is amazing. Like, you yeah. know, the super positive. And...
1: But, yeah, I mean, um, uh, uh, the, the two fighters, like, so what you're saying, Emma, like, so now we're bringing that 75% versus, t- sorry, 25% versus 100% mm-hmm. situation into more By the way, those percentages
0: energy. are facts. No, no, they're not. I mean, I'm just making up numbers. I just wanted to let you know. You know yeah. I'm not like I, a, I didn't do any fighting <laughs> math. No, nope, so. you sorry. said it, man.
1: It's, it's, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yes. you know, alternate I think facts, it's like,
0: alternate facts. That's what it's about.
1: <laughs> but I would right, go say. Ahead. Sorry. This guy, Jake Paul, like, this guy is a boxer. Not an, a real boxer, you know. He's an amateur boxer. So now you got an amateur boxer, right? And he's not even an amateur. He, he's, I know, everybody has their opinions about him. But this guy is fighting. So let's put him down from 100%, which let's say Floyd would be at. That's what I'm trying to put that percentage into. So let's say if he's at 100%, this guy is at 25 or something
0: like that. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know what you mean when you yeah,
1: but like let's yeah, just say yeah, he's I at like twenty five percent. All right, so we're bringing that mm-hmm. guy type of guy versus a guy who's you know twenty five percent overall boxing guy. He's not even a boxing guy. This guy. He chose so me. you're
2: saying, yeah, you're saying that Jake Paul is at a major disadvantage, right?
0: Jake Paul is at a major disadvantage in any sport.
1: The thing is, his, his competition. <laughs> I feel like he's, I, okay, look, I feel like he's I, done I didn't like... mean it in
0: a mean way. <laughs> uh, I feel like say, say to get it in a mean way. I, I didn't mean it in a mean way. I meant like I he's coming any, into uh, a sport fighting himself. people who've been doing this for the rest of their life. That's what right. I meant when right. like he's at a distance.
2: I thought... So my understanding was that he's done a couple of these boxing matches before. Now, I don't know what his training level is or anything like that, but I know... For show, for money, he does these. Uh, like, I know once he fought like another YouTuber or something like that. Uh, I don't know if he's fought anyone legit, but it seems like this is a space that he wants to be in.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he's just I, saying I, these his, things. Emma, to get Emma, <laughs>
1: she was saying that <laughs> so no. Emma's about to fire, bro. He's like, yeah, yeah. Right. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so,
0: so, so, let's be honest, right? Let's let's legit like take a step back and look at look at what Jake Paul like is even trying to do. He just wants attention. There's no fighter in this dude, right? Like he was calling out yeah. McGregor and his wife. Like like okay, so can you imagine what McGregor would do to him if they were in an actual ring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it yeah. wouldn't even like it it would be sad to watch. Like it would be very entertaining, but it would be like why is this dude beating up a little kid like that's like, what it's gonna come the like
1: street or you mean like in in like anywhere in doc- anywhere on yeah. the planet
0: you put these two yeah, people McGregor together would... and he will eat him
1: <laughs> McGregor's also a boxer too so that's why he was a little bit yeah. better than the athlete that he's fighting yeah. the ben Askren guy but
0: mcgregor is not... a monster
1: yeah he's pretty right he's jake
0: paul's a youtuber like <laughs> you know things will get in perspective real quick for him he's
1: training I, I,
2: yeah I mean but like you can't compete with someone that's like their job is to train you know what I mean? like, Right, right, right. I
1: uh,
2: and I think the other thing is like if I'm Jake Paul though like even if I lose the viewership that I bring in that's like millions and millions of dollars you know what I mean like I, I don't know what the exact numbers are but like you make bank with
0: that's these boxing fights you don't lose your mind from a concussion or still have your life. I, mean,
1: there's that, I it, guess that's the risk he's going to have to pay at the end of the, Everybody. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like he's
0: willing to take that risk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. These guys don't I mean, care anymore. You know, these fighters, you know, they, they're looking for the... They're just looking for the win. They're not looking back. If it happens, it happens, they say, you know. But the point is, these two... What I'm trying to say is the fighters, take that aside. This whole mixing of the two arts is just completely pointless why would you uh mix what are you trying to prove are you so trying to say, i i
0: feel yeah, yeah, yeah i i feel like mma is trying to piggyback off of boxing's fame like that's the only thing i see because mma is not big enough by itself right and boxing's huge and it's a huge sellable thing in vegas and pretty much everywhere like pay-per-views and i mean what floyd did for pay-per-view Right? Like with the but Pacquiao fight McGregor, and the. You know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what, what he, he brought, wanted too. That's why yeah, McGregor sure. went into there too. Because sure. McGregor would never see that kind of money in MMA if it didn't have like Floyd's name attached to it. Right? Yes. Now he got that. Now he's kind of bringing that fame back. That's why McGregor's so important to MMA is because he's their, you know, like their pride athlete who jumped sports and came back too. <laughs>
1: All
0: right? It's uh, it's it's like if tomorrow LeBron James started playing ping pong, and became the best ping pong player, or he like challenged the best <laughs> ping pong player, right? Like ping pong will get that attention. You bet it will be like, yo, LeBron's playing ping pong champion. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, let, let me I'm ask, ask you this: like, how,
2: yeah, like how how did your mind go to LeBron and ping pong versus like I mean, you have Michael Jordan who went to baseball? Like, you so, have an so
0: example. So I, of... I I thought about I was gonna use NFL because he actually was. Up for an NFL contract and an NBA contract. Um, but I was like, NFL already has oh, no the viewership, and it's not that the example is not good enough. I was like, who watches ping pong? <laughs> right. But then. Oh,
2: okay, okay, gotcha. That's kind of right. where I went. I, I take my statement back. That was a good example. I think ping pong viewership would go up significantly as a result of LeBron right? joining.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So this guy, yeah, that, right? Yeah, that's,
0: that's what I meant. Thanks for keeping me honest, Timo. I like it. <laughs>
1: So uh, Jake Paul is a bigger fighter though. Like to to let you guys know, he's a bigger guy. He's he he has that knockout over uh, Nate Robinson, who was a basketball player, who had no idea how to fight. He was jumping. He was putting his head first before a punch. So he's like, hey, maybe it was set up. Who knows? Probably not. He got hit. <laughs> Go <ahead. laughs>
0: yeah. I, I I don't call Jake Paul a fighter yet. He hasn't fought Rob- a fighter, wait, wait. He's not a fighter yet.
1: No, I'm saying this yeah, is what y- happened. This is what's making. You, me- you're saying he fought you, Nate
0: Robinson. Yeah, he fought a yeah. retired basketball player. <laughs>
1: yeah, but he's he yeah. That doesn't like, make you a fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he got he knocked him out like two, three times. So he he had that big uh, following after that. And it was also how a old card. is
0: Nate Robinson?
1: Nate
2: Robinson's like
1: five nine or 65. too. Yeah, and this guy's like (laughs) 6'1". He's not Uh, that old. (laughs) So this guy is like... uh, Nate Robinson's 36 years old. He's been fighting for a while, this guy. Uh, Jake Paul, you know? He's been fighting for a while. But Nate Robinson just trained. He literally just trained, and he's like, Oh, I can beat him. So he did lose, right? That doesn't make Jake Paul a better fighter, but it shows that he's training. He's a trainer. He's in training. That's, a, that's it. That's it. That's like, cool. or
0: that that's like he's just saying... much bigger. Yeah, I mean, th- also yeah, there's a ten year difference between the two guys. Ten years is, is a lot. Nate Robinson's thirty six.
1: Damn, he's as old as I am, man.
0: Nate We're Robinson's little... thirty six, <laughs> and Jake Paul is twenty four.
1: Tell me, I ain't
0: got a chance. <laughs> so not in MMA, you don't. Hell no, bro. You're too pretty if for just, MMA, say
1: Imagine I, <laughs> I get beat up right away and be like, I'm taking this. <laughs> I already know. My face is one of those. Yeah. You know. Boom. But yeah, so I think that Jake Paul is going to win, though. (laughs) I think a lot of people are with me on this, um, actually, because if you not not because of the other fighter, I mean, sorry, only because of the other fighter. That's why he chose. What's the other fighter's name? Ben Askren. That's the guy that got kneed in the face in five seconds from George Masvidal. Remember, he got knocked out right away. In the UFC. It became a big oh, thing. Oh, that so, dude. He got knocked out right away. He's flying it, knee. Flying knee. They called it.
2: Oh, wow. You remember? So it sounds like it's uh, as much of a publicity thing for this Ben guy as it is for Jake Paul. Yeah,
1: exactly. So he's trying to get that doll, money. He's
0: trying to get the money. So here, here's my thing, right? MMA is all about grapples, muscle memory, like techniques. Strategies. And it seems like this. And yeah, strategy. Like it seems like this Ben guy's been doing this since he was born. Uh, he's a retired professional mixed martial artist, and he's Jake Paul's a UFC. YouTuber who's trying to <laughs> do play catch up in the last few months.
1: Basically,
0: right? Basically, and then calling him a fighter's like calling me a fighter because I grew up fighting my brothers, <laughs> growing up, right? Like <laughs> yeah, we're not fighting. I mean, that's, that's these are
1: trained. Like they would know but, how. They see things differently. You know, like they definitely. I, I know what you're saying. And time. No, 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 no.
0: But what I what I'm up until a year ago, his primary job was making YouTube videos. That's yeah. my point. Yep. Right. Well, up that's until still a his year primary,
2: ago. That's still his primary job. Like his his like nine to five is making YouTube videos. <laughs> this
1: guy
0: doesn't. Yeah. So so you can't fight somebody whose only job is to whoop other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: That's the other person's argument that I was watching. That that's the reason why they think Ben Askren is going to win because he's a more. Uh, oh yeah.
2: Hey, no I, I'm curious to see. Did the um, the first take guys uh, like mm-hmm. Stephen A. Yeah. and uh, Max Kellerman? Did they talk about yeah, this
1: yeah. kind of stuff? Now they had uh, they had uh, McGregor on. They had uh, recently. They just had two or three major in an interview talking about Jake Paul uh it was a thing i don't know if it was the jake paul fight not the jake it was like mma is ufc that's what they're oh yeah no i know they cover mma a little bit but i was wondering jake if paul. like
2: uh like if <laughs> they have thoughts on this because I, I think if they do that shows like another level of like they're able to in like jake paul the youtuber was able to infiltrate mainstream sports you know if yep. if max kellerman and Stephen a smith are talking about it like that's a big deal mm-hmm. uh I think that's the big story
0: here. I think that's the bigger story here is the fact that he's moving into, Mm you know, real TV, real, you know, that crossover is happening for Jake Paul at the moment. He's all over the news. You know, he's. I mean, I think he's already won and got what he was looking for. He doesn't need the fight Mm. personally. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think the other guy needs the money more than he does for sure. That's why he's in it.
0: But. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he told he told McGregor fifty million, no matter what, to fight him.
1: Dang.
0: Right. Like he said he'll put up fifty million, or he had people who were putting up fifty million, no matter what.
2: Like. So if McGregor lost, McGregor would walk away with fifty million.
0: Yeah. But wow. McGregor's like, uh, his his that alcohol brand alone's worth like 200 million like mcgregor doesn't need money i for like for his last two fights i was like why is he fighting
1: Mm -hmm. yeah man right
0: you already have more money than sense but then you know like and i was talking to my brother about this and he's like you know he's a fighter that's what he does and that's my point when you go against these guys it's not even about money it's about destroying you yes right jake Mm -hmm. paul can't have that in him no like you can't have that fire when you're coming with like Thoughts of yo, I'm gonna get more views versus the other guys thinking that I'm gonna murder you. How
1: do I destroy? That's all they do, you know. So, but you see, my point in this, in uh, as far as the fighters and the respect that's happening here, when you take two different arts of fighting, even though I'm not, uh, I'm not like, uh, you know, uh, master of either, (laughs) or even a jack of all trades for that matter for the sport. But I will say that. Like Mike Tyson says, even though he's just sweet, it's hard. it's you can be a champion. Like uh, you know, you can be a champion, you can have that title. But to be respected by the people as a champion is a different story. That is That's true, mm. you know. So I don't think any of these new guys have that. You know? I the people I don't champ, see man. that. Muhammad Maybe Ali. oh, I'm sorry, Khabib. Khabib mm-hmm. has that. Oh, you well, have for sure. Fighters
0: so i mean that's a topic for next time but i really want to talk about i got into it with somebody if jordan was bigger or if ollie was bigger Uh, topic for another time but
2: yo i was watching like espn during lunch and there was this Mm -hmm. one they're going through like Stephen a max and then some other guys one of the dudes he had like he prefaced his conversation with i'm not looking at Uh, just athletes based on like how they performed in their sport but how how much of a cultural impact they had and this dude didn't include Ali and then like yeah that's that's everyone just flamed him like dude how how are you going to preface the statement saying like you're looking at cultural impact and then not talk about Muhammad Ali in his top five but uh yeah definitely a topic for another day let's
0: so have you have you just just a quick thing have you watched um the Bill Burr uh, when he went to Philadelphia, and he literally roasts yes. the whole city yes. for ten minutes because yes. yes, I love okay, that by far is one of the most hilarious things. <laughs> right? So, team, if you haven't watched it, you know just make sure you have headphones on. There's Very so raunchy. much cursing because he's raunchy. just going off. Like, like I've never seen somebody rip a whole city apart for ten minutes. <laughs> like and he's just going at it like you don't understand like you gotta watch it they pissed him like, off you know the whole backstory started. right
1: he explains it in the uh, yeah. mike tyson podcast mm-hmm. actually he's in it
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so Sorry. in it and it he makes a point um in it he makes a point that boston um like he calls him racist and all that type of stuff and he's like he's like you're so racist that joe frazier was from here and you didn't give a statue to him but you gave a statue to a fake Rocky Balboa, and you, you know, like, worship him. But, you know, you're racist enough, and he's like, Joe Frazier from your backyard. You don't give him shit, because, you know, he's black. So, like, yeah. It's just, but that that whole video, it's mind-blowing. Because he he still has to finish his set with ten minutes left, and he does a countdown for the ten minutes. He's like, I'm not leaving till it's done. But for the time, I'm just... Dude, I thought somebody was gonna like get in a fight with him. Like, I was scared for him when he's saying that stuff because it's Boston. Mm. These are like rowdy people, yeah, yeah. and he's just going at it. And the and the more he rips into him, the more I think he starts liking them, like, or they start liking him. Like, he starts winning over the crowd. The more he goes in, <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's a it's a whole different it's crazy, bro. It's, it's a phenomenon. But
1: yeah, d- I mean, imagine doing that. That's... Let's go back to what we were talking no, about. yeah no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh no, I think we should we can change the subject at this point. I think I kinda why well, I think I said it best at the end there. <laughs> to close that. Up. Yeah. No, by the better. way, dude,
2: like say you should reach out to Mike Tyson and see if he can sponsor <laughs> this podcast. Like you keep dropping I've references been, uh, I've been trying and like, to, uh, connections and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> please like his support or do whatever you can. But yeah, I like yeah, I'm starting to like his posts on Facebook. So <laughs> Shout like, out let him Mike know you man
0: his podcast called Hotboxing.
1: Yeah, Hotboxing with uh, the right? sweet name.
0: Yeah. 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 All right, cool. Let's let's uh <coughs> let's move on to our next topic.
1: Justice um, League.
0: Sure. Let's talk about Justice League. So, um So, just to give it some backstory, the original Justice League, I'm sure a lot of people have watched it. Was Absolutely terrible, right? Um, it was. A, did either of you watch it? No. say Have you seen the old Justice League movie? Okay, so no, it's I the, didn't. It's I not watch ben, it because I
2: ben knew so
1: exactly.
0: Nice, fair enough. Um, I watched it because you know I'm a superhero nerd, and I'll watch you know any superhero thing, and then you know I'll just Respect, it bro. After.
1: Respect.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean you can't like to me. You can't hate on something if you haven't seen it, right? In, in just that, in my that's what I'm about weird to do brain. No 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 it may but you're you it's already proven to be crappy, so you can hate on it. Right? I just had first hand experience on this crap. That's all. Right? <clears throat> so the movie was absolutely terrible. And Snyder had to leave in the middle and I always thought that Snyder was kicked off for some reason, but I guess um like I was doing some research and find out like he his daughter had passed away and he was just mentally like exhausted and he had to take a break, which is completely understandable, and he got it, came off the project. Mm. <laughs> and then uh, they brought in Joss Whedon, who I think just did a rush job on it and just tried to finish the movie, oh, no. and it kind of did not continue what Snyder had the vision, and the movie turned out to be absolutely terrible. So if you haven't seen the movie, the old one, mm-hmm. it's literally the whole movie. They're trying to fight this dude until superman shows up and it literally like seems like in the end he's like oh you're having problem with this guy let me go deal with that for you guys while the other like four superheroes are just watching (laughs) superman just kind (laughs) of deal with the whole situation and call it a day
1: right like i I was like this could
0: have been like a lot shorter movie just than superman you know anywho it just didn't make sense there was so much of it that didn't make sense um so now (laughs) snyder and this is the yeah no it is so the the reason this is so weird is because I've never seen this happen where someone came back and they re- redid the whole video and it's being remarketed. right?
1: Wait, I'm confused. So, uh, like they made a new
0: and it's getting re-released, and it seems like a completely different movie from the trailer, like CGI's changed, storylines changed so i like i just want to know like how and like did they do reshoots oh and then there's also now news going yeah. that he's
2: yeah so i, I just want to put on the record i think joss whedon is the worst director in existence <laughs> like the wait the, I, sorry I, the worst main Whedon or director. snyder
0: whedon or i snyder? hate whedon more
2: than i hate snyder i i think okay. whedon is absolute trash that's my opinion um, especially, like, he's the one that did the first Avengers, right? Like, let me just verify All right now. Um, just we didn't. So, yeah, he did the original Avengers, right? And so, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys' take on that. I thought that movie was too... I think the whole... Like, the last couple Avengers, I thought were actually pretty good. But, like, that Avengers, I thought it was terrible. I know everyone was, like, so hyped about no it way, and everything. Bro. All just, those movies, I just thought, like, just as want a movie. I all these
1: new, like, super. Look, bro, I just want to say this right now. I know you're going to maybe hate or not hate, but there's no... They're just doing it for money, in my opinion. They're just putting all this stuff, getting all of these oh, um, absolutely. kids. To... Yeah. There's no, like, the story. Like, it's just big, 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 boom, boom, boom. Yeah,
2: bro. yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I felt about Avengers is just, like, the, the whole movie was like okay let's get this guy now let's get this guy now let's get this guy and now there's a big fight Uh, and they win i was like okay like that's it like yeah and everyone was like so hyped about it i didn't understand it so i think i think he did the same strategy he did in avengers from what it sounds like in justice league where he's like all right let's just have them fight
0: (laughs) Um, yeah but but the fight didn't make sense like even in the new avengers like, there's a cause and then there's a reaction, and you know, like, there's a storyline. The, the new
2: Avengers is different. Like, <laughs> sure. the original yeah, Avengers, yeah. like the 2012 one, I don't know what, I don't remember, but like, I don't know if there was a cause there. But it... it, it that one felt like unnecessary fighting too, for mm-hmm. me, from what I remember. But um, the other thing is, like, uh, I know you were, I don't know if you were asking, but. Were you saying or asking? Like, did they reshoot this stuff, or?
0: No, no. I, yeah, I, I was. At, I don't know if they had to reshoot to finish, you know, Snyder's cut, and that's what it's called, Justice League Snyder's cut. <laughs> but <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so. I, I honestly am not sure. But like, how do you redo a movie and change the plot without doing <laughs> reshoots?
2: Because right, so you know, this.
0: you know, like Superman and Harry, like. These guys are super busy in other projects, right? Like, I'm pretty sure the Henry Cavill, the Superman guy, is, like, shooting Witcher 2 right now. And, like, a bunch of other projects, right? Like, how do you make time? Emma, can you kind of explain, like, what
1: what, what happened here for the people who don't know? Like, I think you're saying that he added parts into a movie. Is that what happened?
0: No, so if you look at the Mm -hmm. trailer, it looks different, right? Even the story looks different even the bad guys look different like it seems some seems like there's more bad guys there's a different story like and the sections are reorganized right I haven't seen the movie yet but the trailer alone looks significantly better right and so and going back to the Avengers point just just a super quick thing my view on Avengers changed when I started looking at the movies differently right if you look at Avengers as Entertainment yeah. purposes only, it delivers 100%. huge way. Right? Like they are so yeah. entertaining. Right? Outside of that, I was like, what are you getting out of it? You're getting your superhero fix? Like and you know, and it's good entertainment, sure. right? Yeah. Outside of that, I was like, I'm not expecting much else.
2: So when you say movie. entertainment, you mean like there's thrills?
0: Yeah, something that like will something that will keep you engaged and watch it. Like at the end okay, of the day, you're like, okay, like, this was the difference you know, between what I'm. It was an action movie.
1: Like I know what you're saying, the entertainment value. Like the different, the only way to counter what i what you're saying, like a, a movie I respect, I guess you could say, in that manner. Like, oh my God, this guy actually became this guy. Like he emotionally changed himself. Like he gave himself up. Like, it, was, it was like Dark Yeah, Dead, yeah, yeah. Like for both characters, or and a lot of characters Oof, in that movie, yeah. it was you could <clears> not <throat> deny that this guy was like not Batman. He made it so real. <laughs> In real life. He, so, yeah, there was
0: character Dark arc. Knight is like, bar. Right, right? like... Uh, t- to me, the second one with Dark um, right. Heath Ledger... Is it Dark it's like, hands down, like, the best... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman Begins is the first yes, one yes. with uh, Liam Nielsen. And then there's what the, Dark, cast, Knight, then the Dark Knight, and then the Dark Knight Rises cast. with Bane... Dude, oof! Like, even
1: Alfred, <laughs> bro. Yeah,
0: dude. I, even Alfred. <laughs> M- Mike, Mike Kane.
2: Yeah, I, I think let's yeah. not get into that discussion. I think, I mean, we, we, I think it's unanimous that like Dark Knight is the gold standard of superhero movies. Um, yeah. But w- what I, I, I was, would put so,
0: Iron Man One there. I would put Iron Man One because I thought Iron Man One was, was phenomenal. Really too. Very good development. But sorry, Chima, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't remember Iron Man 1 that much. But like, so well, I'm looking up this uh, Zack Snyder's cut right now. And so it looks like it's literally called Zack Snyder's Justice yeah, League. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of funny. And it's getting shit. released on HBO. Um, oh. So it's saying that this project cost at least $70 million. And to put that into context, uh, the actual film, the budget was $300 million. So that's like a quarter of the budget of the original film almost, that you're doing just to do reshoots and and, and all that stuff. Now, here's, like, look, I, when I was a kid, I mean, I'm still a kid, but, like, when I was younger, I wanted to be a film director, right? So, like, that was my dream in life, like, I wanted to, like, I was doing short films and, like, stuff like that. It's not my dream anymore, but what I will say is this, like, I don't understand how this can happen. Like, just... You look at the whole process, right? You start with a script, right? The script is like your blueprint for the movie, right? And then at that point, like, like really, the director's job is to take the written pieces of the words and turn it into what you see visually, audio, and put all the pieces together to really give the audience an experience, right? Now, I can see how you might have, like, a little bit of a different style. You might have a little bit of a different... Like take on it, but like to have like a completely different story and like to, to reshoot certain scenes and I, I just don't understand how that even happened. I feel like my my perspective is probably like, okay, he realized this movie sucks, right? Like Joss Whedon probably just went in and did what they were paying him to do, which was yeah. this is the script, Let's just finish, finish it with. off, right? You have a
0: three hundred right? million and dollar so- project that you just need to you know make something out of.
2: Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, I don't, like, it sounds like they're saying Zack Snyder, like, his vision didn't get delivered properly, and like, all that stuff. But, like, if if you think about it, like, any company you're in, and each movie Mm -hmm. is, like, a a small company, right? Like, you have a budget, and your goal is to actually make money. Uh, and, And then the idea is, like, if you do well, you can make another movie and all that stuff, right? So, the director of this um, uh, movie is the CEO of the company, right? And so yeah. their job as a CEO is not to actually go and write the story, cut the movie. It's not It's not that. The, the, the only thing they're doing is like they set the vision, right? And then they put the pieces in place to actually make sure that that stuff gets done. And they have to make sure everyone's on the same page. Like you have $300 million if someone thinks... They have a different idea of what they want their movie to be. Like for example, like mm-hmm. we have this podcast. No, I'm right? I don't want to get too <laughs> into it, but like some people might have, yeah, some people might have different perspectives. You know, we have four people here. I have a certain perspective mm-hmm. of what I want the podcast to be and what it is for me. Now, if that vision doesn't line up with Ahmed Adeem, who's calling the shots, like that's going to be a problem. We're going to have conflict, right? So, like again, the director's job is to. Give that vision and give the team a mission to work towards. Now, yeah. you're telling me that you took that piece out and your whole project changed. Like I find that a little bit hard to believe. Like I can understand like it probably didn't live up to your quality mm-hmm. standards, but at the same time, it's like you already put the pieces in motion. Like everything should have already been working towards this logical right. endpoint that you had planned uh, to to go back and say that this wasn't like what I wanted. like i I, I feel like, He realized we were on the wrong page to start with, and uh, we need to just start from scratch again and and do this, but I don't know. What do do you guys think?
0: So, I I have a thought of that, right? I I was thinking it depends at what point if you take that person out, right? Was the infrastructure set up already? Was the... And and I feel like movie... So much happens in post now, right? Like from the CGI to the to the environments, to the things where you can completely, like, even like if you put a certain filter on the, mm. on the image throughout the movie, yeah. it completely changes the the scene with the different music. And, um, I feel like, uh, they said Josh Whedon's version was supposed to be more funny and light and kiddish versus Snyder was making this epic. Not funny, like super serious actual superhero movie, right? Like if you have right. those kind of differences in vision, right? Then, you know, if you take the helm, you're gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna do this my way, I'm just gonna do it what makes sense to me because this is what I have to work with. If this was never your initial vision, you're kind of just picking up, and I don't know if you and we didn't talk to Snyder when he took over and be like, hey, where were you going with this, right? Mm.
2: So that's a really good point that you brought up and I what I want to kind of highlight is like um if you're the studio head sure. that's making this call like what is going yeah. through your mind like are you serious like you just look so at the stuff fault. Joss that's Whedon's done yeah, and the style yeah, like, he has you,
1: like a bad director to take over a job that somebody <laughs> that's what you're saying yeah yeah like
2: like if you so if I'm on the board of directors of a company I I'm going to want to put someone in position to succeed right so like I would want to select a CEO that understands that has, for example, Ford hired Jim Hackett, uh, and now he's not, uh, you yeah. know, he's not there anymore. But the reason mm-hmm. they brought him on was oh, what no. you guys, I don't, know, I don't know if you're familiar. So he took Steelcase, he was the and he next transformed in line. No, no, Jim Hackett came from, he was at Steelcase, then he went to the University of Michigan's like athletic department, and then he kind of came to Ford, and so his specialty was transformation like actually transforming companies and turning them around. And so Ford was at a point where like, okay, we need someone to do transformation for us. So that's why they brought him Mm -hmm. on. Now that's another story that like, was it successful? Was it not? Like we're not going to get into that, but like the logic behind bringing him on is what I'm talking about. Right. And so if I'm, if I'm the studio head and I want to bring a director on, it's a pretty simple, like 300 Mm -hmm. Watchmen, uh, Batman versus Superman, you know, Snyder style. Like, all you need to do is fuck, like, and and Whedon's style is...
1: Dark. It's, like, dark and... Yeah, exactly. It's,
2: like, super CGI-heavy, super dark, super, like, gory, and then Joss Whedon's style is, like, the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Like, super bright. It's, like, jokes thrown in when they shouldn't be thrown in.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel like you can take a risk like that and it works, right? Because... That's. I mean, let's look at Guardians of Galaxy for example, right? Um, The director who did Guardians of Galaxy, like he wasn't a. I don't think he had a lot of big titles under his name, but like that movie blew up, right? It turned out to be. Hold on,
1: yeah, it was entertaining. It was. Hold on, that's (laughs) a that's a different discussion, right? So that's not someone that
2: left in the middle of the project.
0: No, 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 it's it's not. But uh, what I'm trying to say is, like, they were like, "Oh, this is an experienced director." Who could probably come in and just pick up a vision and continue, right? So again, don't know because because my take on this is Snyder takes leave, and you know with the situation Snyder was going through, you can't exactly be like, hey, we need help and we need to like you need to take time off. You need to take like family passing and you know you deal with that. So I'm assuming all connections to Snyder were closed. So another. Uh, crazy thing I actually read was Christopher Nolan talked to Snyder, I guess, I don't know if Snyder was in the hospital or whatever, and Christopher Nolan is like, I watched Justice League, you should not watch it. Right? And <laughs> his <laughs> wife told him the same thing. <laughs> but, which I just thought it was pretty like Damn, funny, man. but <laughs> like, you know, it's like, yo, your project? Just don't watch it. <clears throat> right? Yeah, and it's coming from it. Christopher Nolan. <laughs> right? Like... <laughs>
1: So, are you happy, Chima, that he went back and did it? All? No, I, like
2: I think, I, I think it's a waste of money. Like, if, to be honest, like <laughs> you're going to take seventy million dollars. Go ahead.
0: So, I wanted to get to that point. That was that was the the second point of why would, like, we need to look at it from the business side. From because now this is getting released on HBO, right? HBO for seventy million dollars gets a huge blockbuster that's going to get everybody to their platform. Right, they don't have to pay Ben Affleck and every single person again because all that stuff's already paid. The movie got released, right? So for seventy million, they're getting Snyder mm-hmm. to redo the whole movie, and it's a brand new Justice League <laughs> movie that's gonna bring in like a. Because I feel like this is gonna bring in the I see, everybody, I see. right? Like even original fans are gonna rewatch this movie just to see what it's about. So not only are you gonna get the new fans, It'll you're gonna be... get the old fans who are like, "Yo, the old one was crap. Hopefully, this one's better." So you're getting a guaranteed rewatch, anyways. For money seventy million you have it's,
1: always, yeah, yeah. it's all about money. But
0: for, for seventy million you get this kind of cast, like that's a steal for HBO. Like the way I see it personally, like if you're yeah. if you're just marketing the movie and if you're re releasing it. Is, it, it is. Right? You well, can't get this either. kind of titles, yeah. these kind of actors in a movie for seventy million with your life dependent on it. At least that's what I think.
1: I see what you mean. So it's kind of a smart uh... Yeah, I think you have a
2: point there, but is, I guess the discussion is, has the brand of Justice League taken, uh, like my thing would be like, I think it's just taken such a hit from not just this, but like, I feel like, I mean, I didn't even watch Batman versus Superman cause I heard it was bad. I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of Snyder. I think Snyder has a specific style and where we see it kind of like reach its peak is, uh, 300. Right, and I haven't seen Watchmen, but it sounds like Watchmen's pretty good. Uh, and so, like, it, it worked for those, but I feel like these more mainstream Justice League, Batman, Superman, like, you you can't bring that in and, and expect it to really hit like a Dark Knight or like uh, an Avengers, right? So, I I don't know, man. Like, maybe. Yeah.
1: People are getting tired of watching that same slow motion. Like, you know, boom. Like, you know, I, and then the, you know, I don't know if you guys noticed, but they, they repeat, like, the musics, like, after the Batman Begins, actually. Yeah. That, like, that score was, mm-hmm. like, I feel like copied throughout all the other, like, yeah. movies yeah. in a way. Yeah, like, you see like, it in, like, Pakistani yeah, dramas. That bringing up.
0: <laughs> Where they zoom in, <laughs> zoom in, zoom in, <laughs> zoom in.
1: They got the older app. Uh, they got the older uh Older generation in that
0: too, you know, because the music. So. No man, it's it's uh, it's phenomenal. But I mean, I I still think it's a great decision for HBO. Like, if I was an HBO exec and I was getting this kind of title for seventy million, like, easy for a movie title like this, Netflix would pay what three four hundred million, right? So for so a third of the price. Actors is that what yeah? Because they already have the whole movie. He's just recutting the whole movie, right? He, so. I
1: but they're not going to pay for like the. So their United States gross
2: for the original movie was 229 million. So they they lost money on this movie. So, I like, I think, I think it's tough to say, man. Like with movies, it's like if it's not good, you're spending two hours. Uh, like especially with one of these, it seems like it's a longer movie. Or like you're spending a lot of time invested in this. Yeah, it's two hours. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not good, people will not. Like, people will literally like, for example, Christopher Nolan told Zack Snyder not to watch it. Like, people, like, I remember when Batman v Superman or Justice League came out, like, people told me not to watch it, right? And it's like, I'm not going to watch something if I know it's bad. Mm -hmm. And it's two hours of time, man. I could could record another podcast here in that time.
0: So, Chima, when you say the brand got hit on that point, I think the brand is already at such a low point that it can only go up. Right, and this might be the saving grace for the Justice League brand if this movie ends up being good. Right, so it, it can I think only get the director
2: better. If, <laughs> I, I would agree with <laughs> you, if you put on like a Christopher Nolan, now to bring Zack Snyder to bring back your brand, I, I like, okay, that's a big
1: bet. I think you made but, a mistake. You made a mistake, and we're gonna we're gonna pay for it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that is, maybe that is what's gonna happen. But, I mean, this it'll be interesting to see. Like, it'll be interesting to actually. Yeah, see let what me happens, know cause...
2: Uh, yeah, let me know after you watch it if it's good or not. But, we'll we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there.
0: Yeah, we'll revisit. When's it this. coming out? All right, we uh might be out already. I'm probably gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm probably
2: not. Gonna... I, I I'll tell you right now. I'm not gonna watch it unless like. Something crazy happens. Dang. Where like everyone's like, you gotta watch this.
1: I'm sure they're gonna have like some things in there to capture. March eighteenth. Enough.
0: March eighteenth on HBO. That's. That's right yeah, right in... the yeah, and they changed Joker, the way he looks. Um, and it looks a Who's lot better. Jared Leto. And he was oh, a real, like, I thought, like, what out. happened in um, Josh Whedon's Joker was, like, so stupid. Um, and the way they showed Jared Leto. Because apparently, like, they were news, like, I guess, like, like, a few years ago when this movie was coming out that Jared Leto was pissed that, like, most of his scenes were cut out. Right? So, I guess mm-hmm. that's another thing is how much did Josh Whedon cut and how many extra scenes were there to begin with so hey can we that can, can we invite joss
2: can we invite joss Whedon? on like i got a lot of questions for him a lot of decisions he's made like yeah uh, it just, don't make uh, sense right so, so
0: let, me him him let me hit him up let me text him right now
1: me gonna <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like his like his posts all right yeah
2: you guys want to get into the last topic of the day um
1: definitely yeah, got- yeah let's do it <laughs>
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll keep this a little bit short. I know, Said you gotta run. So, uh, Nadim, I know you're into watches. Said I don't know how familiar you are with the watch mm-hmm. game, uh, but Patek Philippe, which is uh, essentially like one of the top watch brands in the world, has this watch called the uh, Nautilus. Uh, let me find the actual model. Nautilus, and then it's a 5711. Oh, it's fifty-seven eleven. Okay, this watch mm-hmm. is like, you know how like Rolex used to be the, or it kind of still is like the aspirational watch for people that are getting rich. Oh my god,
1: five ninety-five. What?
2: Yeah, it, <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's not like just a you little. Know, you know, just podcast A few kings. pennies. Yeah, like podcast kings. I think this is going to be the watch of a uh, watch of choice <laughs> for us. Uh, one day, but for now, you know, we're still using our Fitbits and uh, that kind of thing. But anyway, so this was their best seller and they had a wait list of, Mm -hmm. I want to say six years of people that are waiting to actually just have the opportunity to buy the watch. All right, so Mm -hmm. just think about that for a second. Like this watch is already insanely expensive and you got a watch list of people six years long that are waiting for the opportunity to buy it, right? And what do they do? They discontinued the watch. Like they legit they're like, yeah, we're not making this anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is in I the short that. run, if you think about it, like in the short run, they're like, you know, that's you're that's a dumb decision. You know what I mean? Like you have people that are mm. you have people you are paying customers and you're turning them away. Right? And yeah. so I guess I'm gonna deem I see you shaking your head. Let's uh let's get into this. Like why would a company like that eBay. make a decision?
1: It says eBay right under it. Uh five ninety five oh, wow. eBay.
0: This, this is genius move, man. This is like Yeah, I think I know what This is happened next to. level genius move. So so a base Natalist, right? Like I think it was going for twenty five, thirty thousand dollars, right? Like if you bought it from Patek. But chances are you're never gonna get it from Patek directly. So for you to get it from Patek, you would have to have a relationship with the watchmaker, right? And, or the watch brand that protects sending the watches to, you would have had to have bought at least five to 10 watches previously from them in order for them to put you in line to get this watch. Like you got to be somebody, right? So um, when I went to, I was in Saudi and um, I, I, I went to a Rolex store, right? And I was talking to this guy and I was like, I was looking at the, I just wanted to see it because I hadn't even seen the like the there's the Pepsi Rolex and there's a Batman Rolex. Um, I don't know if you guys know about that, but the Pepsi Rolex is the red and white and the sorry the red and blue dial, so it's half red and half blue. I'm sure you guys, you guys have seen it. it's a really famous Rolex. And then the Batman Rolex is the the top of the dial is black and the bottom of the dial is blue. Um, and I was like, so what does it take to and like I he didn't even let me finish the sentence. He's like, no. He's like, he's like, you can't. Like, he's like, unless you're, you're like some sheikh or like you're, you're, you know, like some king or prince of something, or like, you know. Those like, guys
1: are so smart, though. Like,
0: but but that's that's who you gotta be to be in line, right? Because yeah, it's knows. not about the price tag to, for these watches, right? Like to them, this is like a thirty thousand dollars or. $20,000 watch. It's like base price because the okay, second you sorry, have it.
1: 20 second story. I, I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you but because no, no, you're ahead. talking about this uh, Arab countries or whatever in the Rolex. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, the reason why I say I, they're so smart, I, they could do this in New York or anywhere too, but I bought a fake Rolex and I took it to uh, one of the Arab countries and I'm like, hey, I want to sell this to one of the guys. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> like, hey, I don't know how to say it in Arabic. And I'm like, oh no. Because I was freaking out. This, yeah
0: dude they know they know so but, you like, tried I mean, to
2: scam <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i got the
1: shorthand stick
0: of that. <laughs> that's hilarious i kind of want to go in more on this story <laughs> like like what like There's what were you like like, yeah i think we'll talk more about it oh, but uh I... but but pretty much what i see protected is their base watch that was supposed to be on $20,000, right now, if you actually look at eBay and stuff, that same watch, since there's very few people who had in the first place, you just quadrupled the price of that original watch. Yeah. Right? That watch is already, you're, you're, eBay. you're looking at a $300,000 watch now. Like, if you look at some of these prices that are going for this watch, especially after it was like, oh, it's exclusive, that base watch right now is like seventy grand. And on like eBay markets and stuff, like it's wait. By the way, never buy any watch on eBay because it's most likely you're getting sold a fake. Um, okay. But <laughs> you know,
1: this
0: is yeah. Like if you so there's this uh, website called Chrono Twenty Four, right? It actually is like they'll vet the person who's selling the watch, the company, that sort of stuff, and they'll make sure like you're getting papers with your watch and that sort of stuff, right? A normal Patek. Like on Chrono 24 right now, it's about ab- above 100000 The cheapest one I, I'm seeing right now is $125,000. This is a base $25,000 watch, right? But the fact that you're not allowed to buy it anymore made it so exclusive that now it might be mm. going into the books as one of the most exclusive watches to own possibly because I believe the guy who created the Nautilus left the company too.
2: Oh, I didn't know.
1: So, can, what are the original prices of these watches, Chima? Of the not of the uh Nautilus or what uh what were they?
2: Nadim, you mentioned it right, it was like what uh say like that one more 10, time? 000. What the original prices no, or no. Like, <laughs> The original Nautilus like the, how much was it?
0: I think it's twenty five to thirty grand.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah. one thing I just but, want to get some context of. But
0: that's no complications. There's nothing fancy about the watch. Like, if you get, like, a calendar on the same watch, you're looking at a base price of $125,000, right, with a perpetual calendar. So it just depends on what complications they're putting in your watch, on what reference watch you have, movement, that sort of stuff. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, well, one thing I just want to, like, you see the aftermarket of the uh, Nautilus go up. Right. Now, Nadim, I kind of want to get your thoughts on like, why would a brand like Patek turn away paying customers? You know what I mean? Like, for me, as someone Mm -hmm. that is, you know, not the founder or the CEO of Patek, Mm -hmm. like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why why would you do that? And I know they had some statements on there. I don't know if you had to uh you had a chance to see that but what are your thoughts on why a company would make a move like this
0: yeah for sure um so right now when you think of rolex
1: like you're asking like why would they just uh, continue a business and like sell versus why would they not sell and then earn big bucks like that yeah like why would they
2: like so uh, although the Aftermarket value of these watches is going up, like Patek is not seeing those revenues anymore. You know what I mean? Like people are, you know, now these Nautiluses are worth 100,000 plus, but it's not like Patek is making that money. That's going to individual mm-hmm. resellers. Now, why would Patek turn off this stream of income? Which, you know, like I understand, like it makes that stuff more valuable. Um, but you are turning away a waitlist of, uh, I'm seeing now it's actually 10 years, like a 10 year waitlist. You just essentially told, Hey, sorry guys.
0: Cause it makes the brand more coveted. People mm. want the brand more now. Right. And not only that, so this is like, I was actually thinking about why someone would do this is right now. When I say Rolex, you think of the Submariner. You Rolex has like five different lines. You see one watch. Right, so I, I I feel like if they're maybe they're not trying to get stuck in that identity of, because Patek makes a lot of other gorgeous watches, but people only know about the Nautilus, right? Because mm. it's just one piece of the. It's like the 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 AP watch, right? The Audemars, it's gorgeous watch, but every rapper has the same watch, every NBA player's got the same watch. It's the same, you know, oak whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, but now if I say AP, your head's like, oh, one watch, and that's the only one." But they have other really nice watches. Maybe the, Patek was like, "Hey, everybody else is typecasted to one watch. Not only do we raise our brand value, let's you know sell people a new design, new everything, new." Yeah, it's interesting you said that because
2: um, I, I like I'm trying to find the article right now. I can't seem to find it. But what I remember is that the CEO is essentially saying that, like, look. We make watches for watch enthusiasts, right? Like mm-hmm. we want to keep the brand going in that direction, where we're making high-quality watches. Uh, and right now, like uh, to kind of paraphrase and put my own spin on what he was saying, is that you know this watch is becoming a symbol of like fame and and you know wealth and stuff like that, which is not what we aspire to be. We aspire to be like the the best watch in the mm-hmm. world, and so. If we want our brand to go in that direction, we want to stop our association with this, and we're going to continue to make really, really good watches for those people that really enjoy high-end mm-hmm. quality watches. So they're going. Right, for So they-
0: certain this this stuff? is a fine line, though. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of pl- plenty of brands have screwed up. Their companies making Dude. mistakes like these, right? Yeah. Um, mm. Like, do you remember uh, Ace of Spades? or not, Ace of Spades, sorry, Cristal, Cristal. Um, Jay-Z was like, every rap video was talking about Cristal and all that type of stuff, until the the CEO of Cristal, yeah, yeah, the champagne, the CEO of Cristal came out, and he's like, oh, we don't associate with hip-hop. Like, he essentially was like, this is not for, you know, you popping bottles and stuff. Like, this is an elevated, classy brand.
1: No way. Who said that? And
0: you... This the the owner of Cristal, right? There's there's a reason that nobody talked about Cristal anymore, oh, no. right? Because that's when that's when Jay Z was like, "All right, you don't want our money, we'll take our hip hop money somewhere else." Have you heard of Cristal since then? No right like it's 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 ace of spades it's like, like it you the, know there's like uh, 50 2000s, other brands now
1: all the new year's parties yeah yeah like, but you it, know like the every MTV song tv had it all the stars were drinking and crystal they're popping every rapper
0: out. was throwing videos with <laughs> videos. him like you know yeah. bottles and like, but, like but that was that bottle. was the thing right like he was yeah. he came out and he was like yo we don't like we don't want to associate ourselves with you know and they're like oh we're gonna kill the brand I actually don't know where crystal is. Maybe they're doing super awesome somewhere else in some champagne world. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that was a lot of hip hop money you lost. So I don't know, man. That is true. I, I hope it's for the best. Patek is one of the, you know, um one of the top brands in the watch communities and, you know, you don't want to see them suffer or go go down for a dumb move. They, I don't think they that's have a bad some move.
2: they have some sick watches. <laughs> yeah, I was like, looking for
1: just it. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, me personally like i'm looking at it like the nautilus is like i wouldn't even want that like to be honest yeah it looks
1: like a yeah, yeah, like like, 80s like guy who works in a office type you know, hates his life but it's classy. yeah though.
0: it's so, classy. It's so awesome.
1: classy
2: but yeah i think yeah. the the argument that <laughs> essentially the argument that they were making is like yo know, this is all fueled on hype And and we don't want to kind of rely on that. And we have all these other models that are, you know, arguably better watches, right? Like, why don't you guys Mm -hmm. check these out? So, um, I I think
0: maybe one of
2: the things we talk about is like, you know, understanding your niche is really important. So, I think with your example of Crystal, I think that's a a misstep. But if you look at Patek, Mm -hmm. I think the people that are, Hardcore watch enthusiasts, they don't want to be associated necessarily with like the rappers and you know all these like just overhyped watches. You know what I mean? Like they'll probably look at the Nautilus and be like, all right, like this is like an average watch. And so they want Patek to keep pushing the boundaries and really making Mm -hmm. like incredible watches. And so I think I think it's a smart move for them in the long run. In the short run, maybe they could have phased out (laughs) the the list or something, but. I think it kind of just sucks for all the people that were like, "Man, I want to get this watch," uh, and it's like you—you mm-hmm. you, yeah. you turned away millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Like,
0: well, point blank. The 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 more the more people they sell to, the more it dilutes the watch, right? The more the more there is, is of something, true. it's less special. It just inherently works that way. So right? are mm-hmm. they ever so, gonna make
1: that money? In a are they gonna make that money
0: back? Like what? No, would- and and. What's their plan? I I think they already made that money back in brand equity just off of, just off of the announcement. Like, Mm. just, just in the sense that you just elevated your watch brand saying that, hey, listen, we're going to come out with brand new stuff. And then you're going to like that too, just as much as the only thing that where I see a little gap here is the guy who created the watch is no longer alive. Right? Right the Nautilus, who designed it and he was like a legendary designer but he's no longer alive so like you got to pull out your you know best foot forward now because yeah this could be your shot in the foot and again when they say discontinued that doesn't mean it can't come back and i bet you <laughs> 10 years down the road mm. they're gonna come out with a reference Nautilus that's gonna be like yeah, you know, like, like Ferrari, the og yeah. but it's yeah. new and oh, with, God, with our yeah. new reference, mm-hmm. and it's going to last maybe, you know, like at a 72-hour power reserve, and, you know, like, who knows? So what are these right? watches? But it if will come know, back.
1: Not to, like, really get into too much detail here. Maybe we can close it off this way. But I, I have a very serious questions from not a person who knows about watches. You know, iPhone, well, I mean, the iWatch has all the new features that you would ever mm-hmm. want. Right? So these types of watches are obviously mm-hmm. for the enthusiasts and understanding of a, of a classic watch and... It's Mm. like a style you got. Mm. You have to wear a watch, you know? So um, what do they do? What do they do that uh, one can, who doesn't know about it, can really appreciate?
0: So this can very easily be answered by any watch finder video. Like, if you just watch one, you will understand this whole world, right? But, But different people watch it for different things, right? It's, first of all, like, there's, to me, there's two aspects of it. One, it's like wearing art on your hand. Right? It's like buying a painting or something, but it's mm-hmm. that and watches like these only appreciate in value. right? So it's an actual decent investment. Because, I mean, if you buy the right watch, sure. that is, that it will go up. right? Second piece to me is the the main reason I got into this whole watch world was the engineering of it is unbelievable. And at the level it's they do it and the precision, the precision they do it. Right? Like some of these watches are gonna run for the next hundred years without like any, like without a battery. Right? Like it's movement of your hand. Like it's just like some of this stuff is so intricate that mechanically they're putting alarms in there. Right? Like think about like just gearing that you can set that little cogs and this these little gears are gonna move around to give you a like an alarm sound it's like unbelievable amount of engineering in tiny little space some of this stuff is like gorgeous but it's that level of detail like i i love things that that require that kind of detail and you can see the passion and the love and everything that was put into Whereas creating something. I
1: like watch would be just something that just gives you what you want right away or whatever. You know, it's like a, and it dies too. <laughs> it dies yeah, in yeah. like a year or two. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, so I watch is. You to it every There's night. a place for iWatch. <laughs> yeah, but there's a purpose Maybe for iWatch, right? It's it's functional. It's not. Yeah, you have one day battery life.
2: Guys, I'm gonna share my screen. This is like the sickest watch I've ever I seen. See I uh, Do it. The Alangan Sauna. Uh, Nadine, you probably Ooh. know about this. Though. The yeah. uh, Perpetual my Moon brands. Calendar or whatever. Let me, mm-hmm. uh, let me see. I don't even know. I don't remember how to share my screen. All right. So, oh, you guys probably see too much now. Nice. <laughs> this watch. If you, so, uh, this is the youtube video that Nadine was talking about like look at that man that's in the watch you yeah. see all these like C- can dials can you and...
0: play it can you watch it move play it and just full screen you can see
1: the movements oh boy i thought that was your mouse
0: can you full yeah, screen it's... it
1: yeah
2: can you guys see it yeah
0: yeah yeah no i just meant like double click the video oh. and full screen yeah. Wow. It's insane, but, but... but yeah, so, yeah, like the level of detail. So this watch literally, even, like how. Yeah. No, but even Dude, if that has one of these gears is a millimeter, like, are like a millimeter off or anything, this whole thing doesn't work properly. I
2: see. I see. So. So this watch in right. particular, it, it's, um, it has a calendar in a perpetual calendar, and it also tells you the phase of the moon. So well, that's like, I haven't seen that in a watch. I was like, man, we just got to get, <laughs> we got to get all the imams in America to get this watch. And then we all know what time, <laughs> when day Eve is and stuff like that. That's the best part of this
1: whole thing. You just but... solved
0: the big problem. You just solved the big problem in the most expensive way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I think each of these watches are, like, uh, you know, north of 100K.
2: No, yeah, I think it's, like, 300K-ish, but... Yeah. Regardless, uh, you know... No, 220 K. That's a whole world, man. 220K It's a whole
0: world. I I tell people to be careful when they're getting to this watch world, man. It's a... It's a deep hole that you can go down.
2: It's... But it's, like, man... Like you look at it and you just get inspired. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, mm-hmm. like someone mm-hmm. spent this much time, this much effort making this thing that I'm wearing on my wrist. I mean, I, I mean mm-hmm. I'm wearing it a bit. But <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I feel it. Like just, and then the, every time the I look at it, you see the dials spinning. Yeah. You, you see mm-hmm. the dials and it's just like, you see right. the, the craftsmanship right. that went into it. It's just like, dang, I gotta, I gotta put in work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like on and whatever that craft really you're, that uh, question you're in
1: really well <laughs>
0: like really well and, and then <laughs> maybe Anything one, one of these days well? maybe one of these days we can talk about uh, the Omega Moonwatch um, but we'll, we'll save the topic for another one that's like one of my top watches that I'm going to eventually get
1: please don't forget to like and subscribe to our Facebook page and Instagram page we have a lot more content coming out soon
2: thanks all